Weekend Mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen. Replay from Money FM 89.3. Beautiful Places with Neil Humphreys on Weekend Mornings with Glenn Van Zutphen on Money FM 89.3. Neil, our beautiful place today is uh, someplace that's near and dear to our sporting community here in Singapore. Very much so, yes. Turf City at Bukit Timah at face value would seem like a weird one but because of we had a guest on today from the Real Madrid Football uh, Foundation and of course the Real Madrid Academy is one of many that play and conduct all their sporting activities there I gave it a lot of thought and you know Turf City is under threat this very year um, the URA have said that they may make a decision on the future of Turf City this year there are plans to redevelop the whole area as a, in inverted commas, a residential hub. Because Singapore needs another residential hub. But before we get to that, let's talk about why Turf City is a beautiful place. Now, it's historic. That's the first thing. You know, the Singapore Turf Club actually relocated there in 1933 from its old Farrah Park premises. There used to be an old turf club at Farrah Park, shifted out the big, the big space is still there. Yeah, exactly right. Amazingly. Exactly right. <laughs> barely, barely. That's, that's not hanging on. That's another story. That, that's all earmarked for development as well. Right. So the Singapore Turf Club actually closed in 1999. The reason I know that oh. at, at that location, it's now at Kranji, is because one of my first assignments as a rookie reporter at the Straits Times was the old yeah. Singapore Turf Club, 1999. And it was pretty archaic, you know, because they knew it was closing, so it was falling apart. I loved it. It was like a real, not sneezy is the wrong word, but certainly, you know, visceral, gritty, tactile feel of old, real, authentic Singapore. Let's be frank, Glenn, it's getting harder and harder to come by in what's a very homogenised, sanitised, and I'm using too many big words now, uh, modern Singapore. So it had a real grittiness to it, the old turf club. Then, you know, it became the Ulu remote, forgotten place for a while. Then it became the Turf City, the grandstand. They put a few, uh, they put a big giant supermarket in there and a few eateries. Yep. And look, it was, it is what it is. And the car, it's, the car dealerships. Exactly. It's not very accessible. It's not really accessible at all if you don't have a car. Mm. So it does pretty much cater to, uh, you know, a higher social class. It's more for the wealthier folks of Singapore. So I had a bit of a dismissive attitude of it until my daughter started doing gymnastics there hmm. and then I started to like the place because it has a it has almost a, a kampong feel and now they've got free shuttle buses running there from the MRT anyway so you, you don't need an arm well the new to MRT is not far off no I mean, 6th Avenue is yeah. you can walk to it yeah, you, uh, you can actually walk to it but yeah. it has a it has a, a shuttle bus as well yeah. and it has a nice kampong quiet and my favourite word, green, mm. feel to it because it's slightly elevated. It's Bukit Timah. Yeah. Beautiful views. If you go to the grandstand, you're just surrounded, almost panoramic, 360 views of greenery, lush greenery. So then I started to take a bit of a keen interest in it. And one day I was having dinner with this guy, a friend of mine, who went on this rant, an absolute rant about Turf City because he knew ahead of, that I knew that you know this place was earmarked for development 2020, right? So I went online, and sure enough, there's a petition being organised by a couple of uh, rugby clubs, the Cage Sports Park, kindergarten there, and the Bucket Team, a saddle club. Because this is the thing, Glenn, if that place goes to residential development, 
you are losing a sporting artery mm. in Singapore. Mm. I mean, really, there's not, you know, there's no other way of putting it. 1,200, I didn't know this, 1,200 football matches alone wow. are played there every month. That's massive. It is the lifeblood of the sporting community, huh. right? They reckon, on top of that, you've got 50,000 people engaging in sports at their facilities alone every month. Now, you can't take with one hand and give with the, give with one hand and take with the other. You know, Singapore has Active SG, which is wonderful. Lots of various fitness campaigns, sport for all, this and that. We constantly launch campaigns, don't we, Glenn, about rise in obesity, diabetes, yeah, yeah. the need for exercise. This is a sporting lung. 50,000 people every month, one place, uh, Bukit Timah, Turf City. And it's not just football. It's athletics. It's rugby. Rugby. The cage is there. The cage is there. There's an international kindergarten that's there. The saddle club. Horse riding, gymnastics. Uh, tennis. And people say, oh, yeah. horse riding is for the rich and all that. Well, sailing is arguably for the elite. But that doesn't mean you should get rid of it. Right. You know, if you like horse riding, there should be a place for it. I'm not mm. asking for 10 horse riding clubs in Singapore. <laughs> I don't have an interest in horse riding, but that doesn't mean it shouldn't be there. Yeah. And I just feel that we are so starved for sporting venues in Singapore, sporting venues that are open to everyone. And to lose a venue or to potentially lose a venue of such a huge size mm. in such a wonderful green location right. that is now accessible to everyone because of 6th Avenue, King Albert Park, MRT stations. I just feel that we don't have that many left. It seems like, you know, the argument could be made, well, look, you know, the golf courses, some of the golf clubs are having to shut down, Keppel Club and some of the other ones. But Different it, argument. It's a different argument here because so many different groups of people Correct. use this particular facility. Well, I know you're a golf fan. and I'm, I, I love golf I'm and not, I hate to see any of the golf club well, courses I am, go. I'd lose no sleep anyway. when a golf course closes because we did until recently have the highest number of golf courses per square kilometer than any other city on earth. And I think that when we're staffed for space, in my opinion, the golf course will be the first thing to go. For that reason, it's an 18-hole thing. It's played by very few people. It takes a lot of space. Whereas uh, somewhere like Turf City, you can have horse riding, cricket, tennis, athletics, football, restaurants, eateries, sure. all under one roof on a space probably the size of one golf course. Well, but don't forget, many of the golf courses, if not most of them, are in water catchment areas as well. So they're feeding yeah, into, I'm not re asking to get they're rid feeding of into reservoirs. Yeah, yeah, I'm not asking you know, to get rid of them. All that sort of stuff. But uh, different discussion. But this one, it seems pretty clear it is benefiting a lot of very diverse groups of people. And if and if all this goes, where do those practice areas go? I mean, that's the next question. Well, they, they go. They where, don't get you know, replaced. Where does Real Madrid and where does the rugby guys and where do, you know, where do all these no, people No, the argument will be go? that, well, you can rent a pitch arguably from the government, which is very costly and very expensive. And you've mm. got, you know, how many people can apply to use Bukit, uh, Bedok Stadium or Tampany Stadium? There's right. only so many, and they're expensive. Right. And there's only so many venues in Singapore. There is not a venue that size, to my knowledge, that is open to so many different sports in Singapore. And as these many articles state, you know, this place, this one location has such a rich history mm. of organically, and that's the key word, mm. organically generating a sports culture. You know, we have this reputation in Singapore we try to manufacture everything. We manufacture a garden by the bay. We manufacture, you know, we manufacture yeah. a, a sports culture. This is this hasn't been manufactured. It is a, a sports culture that has evolved organically 
since the 1930s and, and obviously accelerated in the last 20 years when they took sure. over the whole venue. Sure. I, I, look, it is a genuinely beautiful place. It's just a beautiful green place. I mean, as a, as a nature lover like myself, I've seen all kinds of wildlife there. So that's before we even get into the ecological argument, the impact it will have if you just put a housing estate. Even I, a green one. I know it's Bukit Timah. Mm. I know there are strict building regulations in Bukit Timah because it's where the rich live. So it won't be. It probably won't be high rise. It'll probably be low density, four story condos, whatever, whatever. You're still taking away a green lung, you're still taking away a sporting lung. And we haven't got any others. So yeah. it would be, it's not my decision to make, but when you see 50,000 people a mm. month playing all kinds of sports there, it'd be great to keep it, wouldn't it? Yeah, it sure would. And uh, of course, uh, the government is expected to make some more announcements on that this year. Yeah, this year. There is a, there is a, a very active vocal petition group yeah, if you just go online and, and just type in Save Turf City, mm. uh, you will find all the all the details there, yeah. But look, uh, if, it's a For historic now, it's site. A beautiful place it's still though, right? there. It's a beautiful place. Get you can go to it weekends. It. You can get makan of all prices. It's not all expensive. It's a great place to hang out, have makan, have a snack, have a drink, have a walk. I just have a walk around that green area. And here's the best part. If you do have a car, mm. it's one of the few places in Singapore the parking is free. <laughs> so, Kiasu Singaporeans, what more do you want? If it's for got, no other reason. <laughs> it's free parking. Just go for that. <laughs> Our beautiful place today, Turf City, right here on Money FM. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.